We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. How's it going, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Math Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. Uh, not doing a fancy intro or anything today because, quite frankly, uh, the Mavs don't really deserve it. Uh, <laughs> that was this is a quick, instant reaction to the Mavs losing to the Los Angeles Lakers on an early tip Sunday game. Final score: one eleven to one hundred eight. Uh, the Mavs fall to thirty-two and thirty on the year. The Lakers improve to twenty-nine and thirty-two on the year. Uh, just. Uh, I put it on Twitter, but this was just really an embarrassing loss uh, for the Mavs. They were up by as many as 27 points in this game, and they just they couldn't hold on to it. Luka, you know, uh, when the Mavs went up by that many points, Luka, he wasn't on his game. You know, he was kind of playing as if the, the Mavs had already won it. Uh, you know, lots of complaining to the refs and – uh, just not, just didn't seem like he had his head in the game. Uh, Kyrie Irving had arguably his uh, worst game as a Maverick so far. Uh, he had 21 points and 11 rebounds, five assists, but he had uh, three turnovers, shot eight of 22 from the field, just two of 10 from three, uh, which included a last second half court heave to try and tie it and send it to overtime. And uh, it didn't even hit rim, so uh, not great, not great, y'all. It's it's uh, this is one that uh, the Mavs had full control of. They were playing well. Uh, when you build a lead as big as 27 points, and you have two talents on your team like Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving, there should be absolutely no scenario where you allow a team to come back and win the game. I don't care what people say about, oh, well, you know, the Mavs, that duo, it, it doesn't have a lot of defense. I don't care. You should be able to hit enough shots between those two guys uh, to where you can stave off uh, a 32-point uh, a or a 27-point comeback by the Lakers. So, very frustrating. Luka finished with 26 points, uh, nine rebounds, five assists, but six turnovers. Uh, shot 10 of 22 from the field, 4 of 8 from 3. Only had four free throws on the night. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt, who was acquired by the uh, Lakers from the Utah Jazz, 
the trade deadline. He hounded Luka throughout the game. Uh, Dennis Schroeder seemed to kind of get in his head a little bit. Um, Anthony Davis completely dominated the Mavs. Uh, everybody knows the Mavs' interior defense is non-existent. Uh, J- Coach Jason Kidd, uh, instead of trying to get a spark from maybe a guy like Christian Wood, uh, who only played 20 minutes, uh, but he had 14 points and nine rebounds in those 14 minutes and shot a respectable six of 13, uh, he opted to keep Dwight Powell on Anthony Davis, and the results speak for themselves. Anthony Davis, seven. Uh, let's see, 37 minutes for Anthony Davis, shot 12 of 20 from the field, had 30 points, uh, 15 rebounds, four assists, three blocks, one steal. Uh, he he just completely dominated the Mavs. Um, for he was one of four players to have double figures for the Lakers. LeBron, uh, despite having a a bad ankle, or at least what seemed to be a bad ankle, I don't I don't know. You, you can never really know for sure with LeBron what's <laughs> what's legit and what's exaggerated a little bit. But uh, he seemed to have a bad ankle. He shot just ten of twenty three from the field, uh, but he had. 26 points with eight rebounds and three assists on the night. Had four turnovers. Um, and Jared Vanderbilt, like I said, he, he hounded Luka all game. He had 15 points and 17 rebounds. Eight of them offensive rebounds. Just just completely dismantled uh, the Mavs on the boards between Anthony Davis and Jared Vanderbilt. 32 rebounds between the two of them. Just just crazy stuff uh, and then uh, Dennis Schroeder who filled in for D'Angelo Russell who did not play in this game uh, had 16 points and was a plus 17 for the game uh, man I, there's not there's not really much else to say other than you know this is just an embarrassing loss for Dallas I mean I you know, coming out of the break, they got a win over the San Antonio Spurs, who are tanking. Uh, obviously, you know, uh, you're supposed to win that game. You're supposed to win that game big, and they did so. Felt like they were finally starting to, to build a little bit of momentum. Uh, you got this six-game home streak, uh, home stand, rather. Uh, and then you got the Lakers coming in. And although they had won three out of four games since the trade deadline, this is still a team you have to beat. Overall talent is is still in the Mavs' favor. Star power, at least based on how star power has has played throughout the season, is still in the Mavs' favor. I mean, there in no in no way should the Lakers have come back from that. Uh, but here we here we are. You know, uh, just to and I mean I hate to keep adding salt into the wound, but this stuff is popping up. I did this immediately after the game uh, hit triple zeros and I see stuff popping up so I'm going to talk about it as it does come up Uh, but the Mavs blew a 27 point lead uh, to lose to the Lakers Tim McMahon tweets NBA teams were 138 and zero undefeated teams were undefeated 138 and zero this season in games they led by 27 points or more so, congratulations to the Dallas Mavericks. They have become the first team this season 
to blow a lead of 27 points. Uh, earlier, this is probably the most embarrassing loss. I don't think I put it on the same level as that OKC loss early in the season, but it's definitely close uh, where the Mavs were up, I believe. Oh, I don't, I, I don't want to lie here, but I believe the Mavs were up like 16 points with, uh, with like four or five minutes remaining against OKC, and they ended up losing. And that was a crazy stat, too, that Tim McMahon tweeted out. But um, he also says the last time the Lakers came back from a larger deficit to win was December 6, 2002, when they rallied from 30 points down to beat the Mavericks. <laughs> So, uh, man, so uh, two decades later, uh, a little over two decades later, it seems that that history has repeated itself. Uh, So it's really unfortunate. Uh, The Mavs, they could have taken advantage because before they started their game against the, the Lakers, the Phoenix Suns lost to the Milwaukee Bucks, who didn't have Giannis. Uh, So uh, they they ended up losing to the Bucks, and the Mavs could have potentially gotten all the way up to fourth in the West if they had held on to beat um, the Lakers. But they didn't. They stay at sixth for right now. Um, and they're only a game up on the Timberwolves, Jazz, and Warriors uh, staying above that play-in tournament line. Very, very unfortunate stuff. They're only a game and a half ahead of the Pelicans, who are in that last play-in spot. Uh, the Lakers are still a full game behind the Pelicans for, for even getting into the play-in tournament altogether. So, Oh, man. So the Lakers are 4-1 and one since the trade deadline now. Uh, they've got some momentum. This is kind of a, you know, even though, even though the Mavs should have won it, even though the Mavs, in my opinion, are more talented than the Lakers overall, this is the kind of game that can inject confidence into your team, into your franchise, you know, for the for the closing stretch of the season. If, you know, LeBron James and Anthony Davis can can uh, stay healthy. So it's unfortunate uh, we're in for an, uh, an unbearable week ahead of national media narratives. It was already bad enough coming into this game. Uh, everybody talking about Kyrie Irving. Uh, potentially leaving the Mavs this summer and going to the Lakers to join LeBron. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about any of that stuff right now. It's raw. I don't want to say something that uh, I don't want to say something that's more emotionally driven than kind of collecting myself and coming back tomorrow morning uh, and seeing how I feel. But as of right now, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's hard. with Kyrie Irving, he's a player. It's it's kind of hard to predict what he's thinking sometimes, but uh, I still think that the Mavs are the best situation for him. I think playing with Luka versus uh, LeBron is a no-brainer because LeBron's 38 years old, and he's had some injury issues. And, you know, if, if the Lakers are going to pay Kyrie what he wants – then it would have to be a sign and trade, and they'd have to gut their depth to to do that. So, I mean, it, it kind of feels like the Mavs are the home for Kyrie for the foreseeable future. But we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Vacation starts with VA. Whether you're feeling beachy, mountainy, or every E in between, you'll find all that you love all in one trip to Virginia. Start yours at virginia.org. With that being said, uh, I'm not going to try and predict what Kyrie is is thinking himself. And if this was uh, if this was an early free agency pitch, if this was you know a way to get an early impression in before we get to that point then you know the lakers are first on the board uh, with how they came back from from 27 points to beat the mavs on sunday so uh, very unfortunate stuff now look I, i've talked about how luca he was out of it at times uh seemed very frustrated kyrie irving he didn't really seem too frustrated but it was just generally an off game for him uh, so I, I think he will bounce back. But another big part of this loss that's really frustrating to me, and you know, I've been, I've been kind of an advocate uh, for Jason Kidd over these first couple of seasons uh, with him coaching the Mavs because he's been so good with players overall. Uh, you know, he had a really good first season. Uh, he, he coached his butt off in the playoffs last year. And, you know, there were those clips of him on the sideline just going berserk and the hand motions and, you know, really coaching his guys up. It has been a really disappointing second season for Jason Kidd. And, I mean, I, I, I wish that wasn't the case. I mean, I, I feel like that there's potential – there's more potential there than what has been realized so far – but man, he's got to uh, he's got to do something because this is this has been too much of a trend uh, with the Mavs having these disappointing losses this year and to and like I said when when you have two of the best scores in the league on your team you just shouldn't be able to give up a twenty seven point lead you should be able to score enough buckets to where you at least win by a couple possessions I mean it's just it's mind-boggling how the Mavs managed to pull that off. And, you know, Kid, he's he refuses to take timeouts at certain spots. Uh, he just lets the lead dwindle and dwindle and dwindle. And he, he wants the the team to fight through it and figure, out, figure it out themselves. But, I mean, you just can't – sometimes the team can't do that. You have to take a timeout. And you have to give instructions. And you have to make, you know uh, – substitutions that make sense instead of you know how you personally feel about guys because I mean look I know Christian Wood isn't a perfect player 
but it feels like Kid just doesn't like the guy. I don't. I don't know. I don't understand. I mean, I I like Dwight Powell. I love what he's brought to the team over the years. He plays with a lot of passion and heart and and hustle. But you can't leave Dwight Powell on Anthony Davis. You can't do it. I know Christian Woods not a perfect player, but there was a time in that game where he was guarding Anthony Davis and blocked him. And he was going to block him again, but Kyrie came from behind and, uh, you know, fouled AD and AD went to the free throw line. But, you know, the point is Wood was energized. He was energized and he he seemed like he was engaged. And this was a game where Wood needed to play more than Powell and he didn't. And that's on Jason Kidd. Uh, another thing that's on Jason Kidd, Justin Holiday, who was literally just signed less than a week ago on the buyout market, uh, took over for Josh Green in the starting lineup. Now, I get it. Justin Holiday, he's a champion. He's a, he's a veteran, 33-year-old veteran. He had a great debut, 15 points uh, on five of six shooting from three uh, against the Spurs the other night. I get it. He had a good debut, but I mean, you don't you don't just throw away the progress that Josh Green has made this season and earning his way into the starting lineup after one good game against the San Antonio Spurs by Justin Holiday. I think that was a bad move on Kid's part. I think it kind of you know made things a little funky with the with the rotations during this game with the Lakers. You know, there were times where. Kid was just randomly throwing Markeith Morris into this game when, you know, the, the Mavs had the big lead. And it's like, okay, well, they have a big lead, but it's still early. You probably don't want to, you know, funk this game up uh, by, by like, really messing with your rotations and letting the Lakers get some momentum. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. The Lakers, they ended up cutting that 27-point lead to 14 points uh, heading into the third quarter. And then by the time the third quarter was over, uh, they were only down three. And then when the fourth quarter opened, uh, LeBron hits a big three to tie it, and then he comes right he comes right back down and hits a bucket, and the Lakers get the lead, and it was a struggle from there for for Dallas. So just uh, just some really really frustrating stuff. Um, I don't know. Well, we'll see what the team has to say uh, here in a few minutes when they do the the post game interview stuff but uh this 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 is a morale a a morale hitter i guess you want to want to say in a bad way the morale is going down um jason kidd okay here we go jason kidd says that the mavs got and i quote got a little distracted by the whistle um after building their big lead and he also said quote vanderbilt kicked our ass well obviously (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, Jason Kidd, for, for pointing out the obvious there. But it's like, what are you going to do while Vanderbilt is kicking your ass? You know, uh, there, there has to be some kind of adjustments made instead of just, you know, letting Vanderbilt get three or four consecutive steals in a row uh, and the Lakers getting easy points. Like, you know, maybe after the second one, take a timeout and, and talk to your guys about it. But, you know, uh and then Jason Kidd, he goes on to say, this is from Tim McMahon, by the way. Uh, he says, I'm not the savior here. I'm not playing. I'm watching, just like you guys. As a team, we've got to mature. We've got to grow up. Jason Kidd, you are the coach. 
You need to be coaching, not watching, just like us. What What is he talking about here? Now, now I've gone from, like, you know, talking about how he had such a great year coaching last year and how I still think he can turn around. It's quotes like this that make you think, what are we doing, guys? What What is he talking about? Coach, Jason Kidd. Man, that's a bad quote. This, this guy, I don't know. I mean, I know Luca likes him, and Luca had a big, you know, say with the Mavs hiring Kidd. But th- that kind of stuff is not going to cut it. That That's not going to cut it. Jason Kidd is not going to have a job uh, as the Mavs coach for much longer if, if stuff like that continues to happen. I mean, in a sense, he's right. The team does need to mature. Like Luca, he doesn't need to spend as much time complaining to the officials and everything. But Kidd also needs to do something himself, too. This isn't all on Luca. It's not all on Kyrie. You know, take some responsibility. I don't know if I've seen Kid take responsibility once this season for anything that's gone gone haywire. Like you have to take some kind of responsibility for your lack of coaching, uh, especially in these games where you give up big leads. Because if you can, when the momentum continues to snowball for the other team, and you give up a big lead like what the Mavs did. A lot of that is on coaching because you allowed that to happen. You allowed that momentum to build. You didn't change anything to keep that momentum from, you know, stalling. I, I, I don't know. I, that, that's really, really frustrating. I, I didn't intend on getting that heated. <laughs> but that, that uh, I don't know. Another Jason Kidd quote. We have to grow up if we want to win a championship. What the Lakers just showed us is it's not the rabbit that wins. It's the turtle. And they worked the game. And that's what we have to get better at. Okay, yes, we, including you, Jason Kidd, including you. That's where I'll, that's where I'll end that because, man, I just, I, this guy has to take some more responsibility it's, uh, whoo, man, it's going to take a while to, to get over that one. But look, it's the, uh, it's the NBA. So games like this happen. Uh, apparently not this season though, because it's the first time a team has blown a 27 point lead, which makes it even more frustrating. But, you know, big leads get blown. Uh, there are disappointing games, unfortunately. And the Mavs were on the wrong side of it this time. So, Their next chance to rebound from this loss is against the Indiana Pacers on Tuesday, and they really do need to bounce back because, man, the next next three to end the homestand after that are going to be tough against the 76ers, the Phoenix Suns, who will have Kevin Durant playing by then, and uh, the Utah Jazz, who are always a uh, a tough team to play this year, so... All right, guys, that's going to do it for another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. Uh, I'm going to try to collect myself and, and see if I can come up with a little more uh, with more rational takes on this for tomorrow. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I'm going to try. Y'all know how I am. I, I, I try to take the positives out of everything, but it's, it's really hard to do that immediately following a game 
uh, as embarrassing as that. So we'll see. We'll see. Guys, I appreciate it. Y'all have a great rest of your Sunday evening, and I'll see you first thing tomorrow. Y'all have a good one. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.